0: Hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. Um, last week's episode with Mike, Mike was pretty popular, and um, he he wants to do more of those. So uh, stay tuned. Changes are coming. Changes. Those are scary. What are we gonna do? Okay, today we're talking about getting stronger to run faster, and my personal journey with um, strength training and running, and how they can. Uh, you know, happening at the same time, and it's better for you. So one of my high school teachers told me um, when I was a freshman that girls often don't run as fast after they hit puberty. It felt like a warning. Um, Also fucking weird for a grown man to say to a 14-year-old, but I digress. Um, So it felt like a warning. I vowed to work even harder to continue running fast. I didn't slow down, uh, possibly because I was done growing by that time (laughs) and possibly because I didn't achieve a normal hormonal balance until my mid-20s. I had like three periods in, in like six years. Puberty is incredibly important developmentally, and while it may result in decreased athletic performance for a couple of years, girls typically become stronger and faster as they age. Some research shows that women marathoners peak at age 29. That's how old I am. Whew, she's getting up there. While women of all ages continue to set records and break barriers. But anyway... I digress. We're not really talking about age. When I got to college, my coaches were obsessed with our race weight, and we took great measures to stay small and light. Aside from restricting food, which I've written about at length, um, and my eating disorder that came from that, our weight lifting program was structured in a way to avoid getting bulky. Um, they even talked about that quite often—the <laughs> different ways we could avoid getting bulky. Uh, we lifted twice a week with the typical tools: barbells, kettlebells, etc. Nothing too heavy, and nothing too complicated. Too much muscle. I was told would slow me down so they really um they were like we want you to lift enough to like you know be toned but not bulky and I was like okay I didn't know the fucking difference what I didn't know at the time was that it's physiologically impossible to build bulk one when running a high volume like I was running the 60 at least miles a week um, and it's nearly impossible to get bulky when you're running that much Um, In shirking the weight room, I grew weaker. And in shirking weights while restricting food, I grew weak enough to become far slower than I could have been. So I'm going to tell you, uh, how many do I have here? Three, three different ways. Only three bullet points today. Wow, she's (laughs) slacking. She's getting really complacent with her bullet points. Um, We're going to tell it three different ways uh, that weight training helps runners. The first um, is pretty obvious and the whole point of me writing this but it'll decrease your risk of injury this is the probably um like i said the biggest reason that runners want to just like do the thing in the weight room because i know a lot of runners don't really enjoy the weight room and so um probably injury prevention might inspire you to get in there running is a high impact sport and a 2020 study found that about 30 percent of people who run consistently endure either an acute or chronic injury 30 percent is quite high Running, it has some pretty cool upsides as well, like building bone density and decreasing your risk of cardiovascular disease. I got a body scan like a couple years ago and they were like, everything was like good, like within the charts, like my muscle mass, my fat mass, all that stuff. My bone density mass was like off the charts. It was like triple what it should be or something or triple like the expected range for someone my age. And that's just because I've been, uh, I think, exercising so long. (laughs) They said it wasn't a problem, so don't don't you worry about my bones. But anyway, um, you can you can't gain any of the benefits from running if you're injured. So uh, engaging in consistent and progressive strength training that's functional can help you address imbalances, increase your stability, and strengthen the major and minor muscle groups that are put under enormous stress while running. This is also pretty fucking timely because I just sustained a minor hamstring strain, and I'm kind of like fuck. What have I? What was I doing that I shouldn't? Have, you know. But anyway, I. do. Weight train consistently, and I have for a couple years now. And I have noticed I have had a few setbacks, but um, for the most part, for the past like year and a half, I've been pretty good. Um, the second reason that you should weight train, weight train, the heavy H, I mean heavy W. What letters? You can improve your muscle activation. So I learned this lesson the hard way, but just because you have muscles doesn't mean that you're always using them correctly. In runners, this can happen with the glutes, especially if we sit a lot, um, your t- hips will get tight and then your glutes won't be working properly, which can put strain on your hamstring, which is the thing of the reason that I fucking just ripped my hamstring. Um, <laughs> but if your glutes aren't working properly, your hips will take more of the load and you might end up with a muscle strain or injury. Consistent strength training is a good way to isolate specific muscles and train... Uh, the recruitment patterns. So one of the best ways to tell if you have an underlying weakness or activation issue is to have someone watch and critique your running form. If somebody like two weeks ago would have critiqued my running form, they probably would have been like, "Uh, yeah, look, like you're about to strain your hamstring. Anyway. The last and final reason you should strength train is just really improves your running economy. Running economy is the relationship between oxygen consumption and running speed. So VO2 max is the upper limit of your oxygen consumption. So that is like your aerobic capacity. And lactate threshold is the level of your aerobic capacity that you can sustain for a long time. So doing like a tempo run, you're you're in in that like lactate threshold phase where you're like sustaining uh, your aerobic capacity over a sustained amount of miles. So the less oxygen that you need to sustain any given pace, the better. A well thought out strength program can improve your biomechanics and result in a more efficient use of energy. So you will be able to sustain like a faster pace um, given the same effort, if you improve your form and your economy, improving your movement patterns means less wasted energy, more endurance, and ultimately more speed. Um, I've used a lot of different strength training methods, uh, to having a regimented workout schedule in college to working off of just like the runner's world strength guide, which wasn't that great. Cause it was like one workout. Um, I had a membership at planet fitness and I was just doing whatever the fuck for a while. And then COVID happened and I just had like a kettlebell <laughs> it was all I had and some bands and a pull-up bar. But um, for a year, I've used, uh, I guess over a year now, I've used the uh, Ultimate Sandbags and have been training remotely with my trainer who's up in San Francisco. His name's Ben Beeler, and he has a ton of content um, on YouTube, so you can watch stuff without paying him, but um, I don't know. He's a great trainer. I do two hour-long sessions a week working off of a dynamic and flexible plan. He just sent me like an updated plan for my um, hamstring injury, which... I believe I'll be back to running in about a week. It's pretty minor. Um, but I send Ben videos of movements. I want him to review. And I like that my program is tailored to my needs. That's probably the best way to strength train. Um, over the past year I've seen and felt my body get stronger slowly and progressively just more toned. Um, and in the past year, I've run thousands of miles and avoided serious injury. I've had like very minor things pop up. Um, but consistent strength training has made me a more resilient, more efficient and overall stronger runner and just helped me be more consistent as well. Um, Prior to getting really consistent with strength training, I would have, like, all these, like, minor little setbacks, which weren't, like, giant injuries, but they were frustrating because it would just, like, I'd have to take a few weeks off now, and then I'd run, and then I'd take a couple more weeks off, you know. It was hard to be consistent, and consistency is, um, you know, the juice. <laughs> it's the juice. <laughs> juice. um Okay, so things I linked to get your ultimate sandbags. Uh I paid about I don't know. It was like 250 bucks maybe for my set. And then, um, I filled them with sand and sand is very cheap. It was just like a few dollars at like Home Depot. I literally went in there and bought two 50 pounds, 50 pound bags of sand. And I just carried them. And I was like, like two different workers were like, ma'am, would you like a cart? And I was like, no, I got it. And then I get to the checkout and I was like, I should have got a cart. Um, <laughs> I was just like, I was just carrying a hundred pounds, which is dumb. Okay. Um, and then outside magazine, Published a really comprehensive article on how to, um, the best ways to strength train for runners and like endurance athletes. It was pretty good. Um, and then I linked Ben's uh, YouTube page, so you don't have to go searching for it. You're welcome. Bye.